Listener Production. Why Tuesday could be one of Apple's most important days in years. And find out what's expected for tomorrow's rate hike. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's Monday the 5th of June. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, happy Monday. Another gain. Three days of gains. Hasn't happened in two months. I'm trying not to jump out of my seat, Stevie. You know I'm super happy about it. I can tell. I've never seen you smile so hard. (laughs) And today's gain, the best that we've had since the 11th of April. Eight weeks. Eight weeks, Stevie. So again, the share market had a really strong start to the week. That means we've lifted every single day in June. Can you believe it? Once again, undefeated. Undefeated, undefeated in all June. All of three days, yep. all, all of three trading days, mm-hmm. of course. So yes, our third straight session of gains. During the session, we hit our highest levels in over a week. And in percentage terms, of course, it's been the best day since 11th of April, eight weeks since we said we're up 1.76% in June so far. Wow. Not bad. 3% lower in May, 1.76 up in three days. So we've made pretty good headway in making up for those um, those declines. We definitely did. And we saw most of our sectors lifting today. Mining and energy stocks were the best. And this was on the back of higher commodity prices, Mm -hmm. except gold prices, they eased a little bit and we saw most of the gold stocks falling today. We saw banks rebounding from losses last week. Consumer discretionary, including retail stocks, they did pretty well today. But tech stocks, which have been doing really quite well in recent weeks, they actually lost about 1.1% today. And energy and mining stocks that you mentioned at the outset there, commodities were higher and there were a couple of reasons for that. So Oil prices seem to lift because of an important meeting, the OPEC Plus meeting, which yeah, is when all we the, discussed that on Friday. We did. All the major oil producers get together once a month. They talk about oil and how much they'll be pumping into markets. They basically try to manipulate things, if we're honest, to to keep oil prices higher exactly. to help their profits as nations, basically. So Saudi Arabia, one of the world's largest producers, it agreed to cut production in July. That was a big deal. Saw many of you know stocks like Woodside and Santos improve. And for the miners like BHP Rio and Fortescue in particular, the iron ore price jumped up quite aggressively. So there were reports that Beijing is working on measures to support the property market and also infrastructure projects. So the more work there is to build things, the more you know demand there is for steel and then iron ore, which is the main component to make steel. Exactly right. And with the oil prices, if there's less quantity of oil being produced and there's going to be a greater demand because there's less supply. Mm -hmm. So just the supply and demand issue there. And that's why we saw the price of oil lifting. But if we look at particular stocks, Elders was one on my radar today. They were among the best. They lifted 2.7% after its CEO postponed his retirement. So investors clearly saw this as good news due to the depth of his experience and knowledge. He's been there since 2014. So about nine years he's been there as the CEO And this was meant to happen in November. He was meant to Mm -hmm. retire in November. Now it's been postponed. So they offered him some big bucks to do this. One and a half million dollars a year, 500,000 in cash bonus if he stays till the 1st of June, 2024, and another 500K cash bonus if he stays till the next year, 2025. So they obviously want him to stay as long as possible, right? So each year that he stays... The next couple of years, he's getting an extra 500 grand in, exactly. in payments. So they're obviously incentivizing that. As you said, he's been there for almost a decade. Do you know last year when the, the announcement was made that he was resigning, elder shares fell 22% in one day. 
Wow. So a really big tumble, and that probably partly reflects that. That was seven months ago. So And they've been out looking for a new mm. CEO. They've looked both in Australia yep. and internationally, and they haven't been able to find anyone. So yep. they've now gone back to him and sort of convinced him to stay. stay. And in the announcement, he said he was super happy to stay there. And, and of course, when you have someone with that much experience who's been there for so long, it, it gives you a bit more certainty for leadership for a longer period. Also, we heard from Maya today talking about leaders. The CEO, John King, who's been with Maya for about five years, he's planning to retire. Now, shares in Maya fell slightly today, but it, I guess it gives Maya a healthy runway to find a replacement. He's not leaving until the second half of 2024. And, you know, recently, Maya actually had uh, record sales come through because all the shoppers are getting back into the physical stores, but also it announced its biggest dividend in, in nine years. That was last month when it actually paid that out. So my shares are down. Again, change in leadership can either be a good or bad thing, but for now, not a huge response from my shares. Well, it was said that the reason he's leaving is to go back to the US to be with his family for, for health reasons. So whether that's true or not, but I guess that gives investors some relief. It's not some you know, dramatic leaving for no reason. So the fact that there yep. is a reason probably helped its share price not go down as much. That that often seems to be one of the reasons, you know, a lot of the leaders give that, you know, they want to spend more time with the family, which mm. I guess they don't probably spend too much time at no. home when they're leading a company. <laughs> but um, yeah. Energy company AGL, they were served with a class action lawsuit over alleged competition and consumer law breaches. So it's being sued for abuse of market power. But AGL came back and said they intend to vigorously defend the proceedings. And today, we didn't see much going on with its share price. Actually, it ended exactly where it started. So the the shares ended flat. Good to mention as well about IDP Education. That's one we've been speaking about recently. So its shares have been rebounding today after steep losses from last Monday's news that could see its competition ramp up in Canada. Today, we also saw one of its directors buying $26,000 worth of shares in the company which could have potentially had an impact on its share price. Yes, not that much for a director, but it could have contributed to that lift. And we saw its shares up around three and a half percent. But we were speaking about gold stocks earlier. We saw most of them falling, but Evolution was really the only gold stock in that space to lift. Yeah, look, seven of the 10 worst performers on our share market were all gold miners today. The, the two worst Capricorn metals it was down four and a half. Silver Lake was down four. And you're right, Evolution was the real outlier today, lifting about three. So made a number of announcements to the market. One of them was that it's going to spend about $250 million to expand one of its key projects in WA. It's the Mungari mine. Not the biggest of its mines. It accounts for about 10% of profits, about 15% of revenues. But it said that this investment would double production levels from that site. And it will also help cut costs by almost 20% from that particular mine. It's also expecting a longer life for one of its larger mines, the Ernest Henry mine. So I guess all of this has contributed. They've also announced some changes to their debt restructuring things. So certainly one of the best performers. And I won't spend too long on it because this stock has been bouncing around, showing up on the best or the worst performer list every other day. But Brainchip was today's best after an article was released about a partnership with Laws' industry. Mm -hmm. They're a circuit board manufacturer And together, they'll combine those strengths to create intelligent devices. So we saw it back on the number one spot today. Yeah, and that's an American company out of California. So let's look forward to some of the stuff to watch tonight and also tomorrow. Tonight, anything of note? 
There's always things of note, Stevie. You know I have something to say here. So from the US, we'll get the services index for the month of May. So uh, just a bit of context here. We've seen manufacturing sort of contracting, but services has generally been expanding. So we'll see what's happened in the month of May. We'll also get factory orders and then exciting news from Apple. Yep, exactly right. So tomorrow morning, our time, Sydney time. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. is it? 3 a.m. So you're gonna you're waking up around that time. I'm to, sure there'll be watch. so yep. many Apple fans actually waking up because you can watch it on on the Apple website or on Apple yep. TV. Exactly. So Apple's unveiling or likely to unveil some of its new products tomorrow morning or tonight. Some are calling this the biggest event in a decade potentially because wow. they could actually introduce a major new category. So it's widely <gasps> expected the first mixed reality headset which hasn't necessarily done great for many of its competitors. So Meta, Microsoft have been others with mixed success. But this is a big deal for Apple because we know it introduced phones, revolutionized things, watches, that was a pretty big deal. And it hasn't, you know, had many new products coming through that were, I don't know about revolutionary, but kind of receiving a huge amount of attention. So that's going to be massive. Speculation, it could be called Reality Pro or Apple Reality, and it's rumored to cost in Aussie dollar terms. Here we go. Could be about $4,500. Yeah, that so doesn't surprise me. The rumors have been that they might, you know, launch that initially and then start dropping prices in coming years. But I guess it just gets the excitement out there. I'm but, just excited to hear if they come up with a new emoji, to be quite honest. Really? Yeah. I like when they expand the emojis. I'm always yep. I'm always looking at what they've added. Not that I use them very often, especially the new ones, because it will be like a zombie. Like what mm. what you like? Maybe that's me every day being a zombie because I'm tired. But yeah, it's very exciting. Um, Laura will have the latest <laughs> in uh, Apple's emoji technology. I'll let you guys know. Stay Tuesday. tuned. <laughs> yeah, but also, of course, the reason why this will receive attention too is because Apple is the largest stock on the US share market, 2.85 trillion US dollars is its market cap. So the size on the market in Aussie dollars, 4.3 trillion Aussie. So it is pennies. It is way bigger <laughs> than the whole Australian share market combined mm. easily. And it's the biggest stock in the US. So mm. whatever happens there, if there are massive surprises, if there's lots of excitement or disappointment and its shares go up or down, that can actually have an impact on what Tom and Ryan will talk about tomorrow morning. What else is on the cards Tomorrow, the highlight of the week, RBA's interest rate decision. So largely markets and our analysts here at CBA or economists are expecting no rate hike. Since Friday, there's a slightly less of a chance of a rate hike. So Friday, I think it was like 63% chance of no no hike. Now it's 67% chance of no hike. So markets are pretty optimistic that there's not going to be a hike. There could still be a hike, right? Yeah, That's, 25 basis you, points, potentially. It's, exactly. always, it's always on the table. Exactly. So 25 economists were surveyed by Bloomberg. Eight out of the 25 think there will be a rate hike. Mm. 17 of them think there won't be. So more likely than not, as you say, we're not going to get a rate hike tomorrow. But it's one of those meetings that it's still mm. a possibility. You get Definitely. some meetings where almost everyone thinks there's yeah. no hike. This is a little different because last week, for one, we had inflation, mm-hmm. which was hotter much than hotter than expected. Than expected mm-hmm. And then couple of weeks before that, a lot of the data on jobs and spending was a bit disappointing. So a lot for the RBA to think of, but that could certainly have a big impact on what happens to the market in the last hour and a half of trade tomorrow, Arvo. Exactly. So if they shock markets by lifting it by 25 basis points, that could have a big effect in our share market. Just a couple other things tomorrow, balance of payments for the March quarter 
and shareholder meeting with Silver Lake Resources, which you know I'm very excited to hear to see if there's any updates on the on love the- triangle. <laughs> You often mention this. That's right. So it's been interested in buying St. Barbara Mines assets in WA. The weekly consumer confidence read is always an interesting one as well. This is, you know, a couple of thousand consumers are asked questions about how they're feeling about their money and the economy and the balance of payments that, as you mentioned, that's a really broad measure of, of trade basically in Australia. I think that about wraps it up for Monday. We've been talking for way too long as per usual. Oh, never too long. It just, <laughs> it just flies by, doesn't it, Laura? But it does. We've got a lot to talk about tomorrow, of course. Probably the RBA will be top of the list. We'll mention, Definitely. we'll see what happens with Apple and Apple. those consumer confidence readings. And Silver Lake, so the, tr- the love triangle, most importantly. <laughs> exactly right. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. All so right. have a great evening. Tune in in the morning for Tom and Ryan, and we'll catch you here again tomorrow afternoon. See you later. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.